Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Nine Lies, and thank you so much for tuning in. Champagne Problems is a podcast that's all about taking the latest stories in pop culture and sort of humanizing them. I think we can all relate. Sometimes we read a headline, roll our eyes, and keep scrolling because you think to yourself, I have real-life problems going on, and that sounds like champagne problems to me. must be nice. But I think what we all fail to realize is that we all deal with the same problems, no matter the zip code or tax bracket. So join me each and every week as I attempt to sort of connect the dots with some of the latest stories in pop culture. Insightful, funny, and a little shady is what you can expect from these conversations. So kick back, pop your bottle, and grab your glass, and tune in to Champagne Problems Podcast each and every Wednesday. I love you for listening. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Champagne Problems, the podcast. I am your host, Mr. Nine Lives. Uh, Before we get started, I want to thank you guys so, so much on all your support, um, your DMs, your text messages for those who I personally know. Um, Thank you guys so much for supporting the first episode. It feels really, really good to be back on the mic and um yeah showed me a nice amount of love so i just asked i thank you and i ask that you guys continue to do that for me make sure you guys share the podcast you know share my little clips that i post on social media um also follow me on social media as well i'm uh i put the um my handles in the uh episode description but yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, actually. I'm still old as well. Facebook is actually a really big audience for me. <laughs> um, and I'm on threads now. I'm I'm trying to, you know, get back into some... Uh, not get back... Yeah, we'll get back into certain types of social media. Um, I really used to enjoy Twitter in the day. And I feel like Threads is going to be kind of like the new, the next big thing. So um, I keep saying like, okay, let me jump on it now. Why why it's still kind of in its beginning stages. But anyway, um, yeah, so I hope everyone has had a great week. Um, It has been... (laughs) I feel like that viral clip of that lady on the couch. So I just, oh, like I just, <laughs> um, this weather is wearing me out, y'all. Uh, I cannot stand the winter. Um, I don't like the cold temperatures. I don't like the snow. I don't, I just, oh, I, I don't like that it's dark when you wake up, dark when you get home. I, I just hate the whole thing. The The best thing about it is the clothes, but I actually more prefer the fall, I guess, than than winter. Um, I just can't stand winter. And I was born and raised in the Midwest. I, I but I act like it's brand new every year. I, I just I can't stand it. And you know, I'm sitting here right now, it's literally eight degrees as I'm recording this fucking podcast. Um I got a chance to we've been working from home after MLK Day. Um yeah, because it's cold as fuck, so, uh, yeah. But, um, 
I, I'm just ready for some warm weather. I, I, my favorite time of the year is the summertime. I love summer. I love uh, specifically summer nights. I have, I, I don't know why I've always loved summer nights. It just feels good. When I think about summer nights, I think about cocktails and R&B music and conversations with somebody, whether it's your friend, a little boo thing, whatever. Um, just, I love summer nights. I, I love it. But uh, until then, I'll be here in cold-ass Indiana. But it's damn near cold everywhere in America this past week. Um, I know I have a friend in Nashville. They have snow. Uh, I have a good friend, of course, in Chicago. Of course, there's plenty of snow there. Um, it's, yeah, I've been hearing everybody talking about how it was cold. I had a friend that went and visited Mississippi, his family, um, last week. He said it was chilly there. Like, it's it's kind of cold everywhere. I have... A buddy that's in L.A., he was complaining about that it was chilly, but it was 50 degrees. I'm like, go to hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm ready to travel somewhere warm. I made uh, a promise to myself that uh, this year in 2024, I'm going to take a trip every month, um, whether it's just like a small trip. You know, I'm in the Midwest, so whether it's something small like Chicago or Cincinnati or whatever, um, to a big trip. Um, so January just kind of snuck up on me. I just, I, I, I had to get back on track. So I was like, yeah, we're going to skip January. But February, I'd definitely be going somewhere. Um, I'm looking at, I think I'm going to go to Miami, honestly, uh, at the end of February. Um, solo trip. I've never been on a solo trip before. Um, and one of my really good friends, he, uh, my best friend, actually, he he swears by him, um, a good old solo trip. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. And I just want to be somewhere warm, you know, get some sun. That's good chocolate skin. Get my toes out. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, so I think that's what I'm going to do. So I just kind of been basically just planning out each month of like where I want to go. Like, for example, my best friend's birthday is in April. He wants to go to New Orleans. So that'll be my April trip. You know what I mean? So I'm just kind of like putting things together. But yeah, I got to get out of here. I have not been traveling um, really since the pandemic started. So it's, it's crazy. Like I... I didn't take advantage of like all the cheap flights and all of that when the pandemic first hit. So I seriously haven't really been anywhere since pre-pandemic. Yeah, I haven't really been anywhere. I went to Atlanta in 2019 and I have not really been anywhere since then. I, 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 yeah. I'm going to my hometown, Michigan City, Indiana, which is a two and a half hour drive for a a funeral once. And that was in 2022, I believe. Yeah, but I haven't been, I've been to Chicago one time. That was in 2022. I went to Chicago July of 2022, but I haven't been anywhere since then. Um, Yeah, I went for the July weekend. 
But yeah, I have not been anywhere and I love to travel. Um, I used to do a lot of traveling when I was a kid. Um, I had the uh, fortunate experience to where I did more traveling before I was 13 than most adults. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I went everywhere when I was a kid. <laughs> um, just road trips with family. I have family all over the place. So I used to just go to different places. I used to spend my summers in Dallas, Indianapolis before I moved here, um, a small town in Iowa where my uncle lives. Uh, but I've I've been, and then I've just been everywhere. You know what I mean? Like a lot of cities that I've been to that I have not been to since I was a kid. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to that. Because I got to get out of this weather, child. Um, but yeah, that's really what's been going on with my week. Um, you know, of course, laughing at social media and, you know, because I got to keep up with what's going on to come to you guys. Um Listen, y'all have got to cut the shit with these AI photos. Like, <laughs> um, you know, AI is so interesting because I'm not one of those people that's like super against it and like, oh my God, and what's the world coming to and this and that. I, I enjoy what AI can uh, bring to the table. But, um, and then even just some of the more fun stuff, you know, I think it's cool. Um, I enjoyed a lot of that app that everyone was using some months back where it was, uh, you could upload your pictures and, you know, it put you in different scenarios and different body types and blah, blah, blah. Like, I like stuff like that. That's fun. Um, but okay. Like these celebrity pictures y'all are doing where specifically where y'all are like making like these homoerotic pictures out of male celebrities, like y'all have got to stop. Like, I just be scrolling and I'm like, wait a minute, what is happening right now where you think it's like, is that Trey Songz? But you're like, oh no, it's not. Oh, is that The Rock? Is that, you know, whatever. And I draw the line at, you know, y'all got uh, Ice Cube with, uh, you know, tooted up in in the air and all of that. Like, y'all are out of control. <laughs> out of control. Cut it out. Um, yeah, like, I get having y'all a little fun or whatever, but like, Come on, y'all. Leave these people alone. And now I'm wondering with AI, like, where is that going to... How are we going to navigate that when it comes to, like, the legal aspect of things? And people, like, being like, well, I have proof. And I have a picture of this. And you know what I mean? Like, that's a little scary, to be honest. Um, And even with the silly thing I was just talking about, like... I mean, there were people like, well, I would read comments and like, damn, you know, Trey Song's got his ass all out on, you know, on the gram or whatever. And I'm like, do you really think that that's him? Like, you know, but, but you know, some people just don't know. There's some people who don't even know about AI. There's some people who can't tell the difference. It's like bad Photoshopping when Photoshopping first got hot. Remember when like there would be pictures that would come out and you'd be like, oh my God, like, what is that happening? And then somebody would be like, no, nah, look at the fingers or whatever. Like, that's Photoshop and look how badly that was done or whatever. I feel like that's what's happening with AI right now. But it's a trip. I, like I said, I like AI in, in other uh, situations, but y'all need to cut the shit. <laughs> but uh, enough about that. Um, I guess that's enough for my little rant or whatever so far uh, in the episode. I think I'll probably just FYI, that's kind of how I start every episode. Um, 
just random stuff. But now we can get into the actual episode. So, I titled this episode, Jesus is My Homeboy, because um, apparently, you know, everybody in the last week has just, you know, become, you know, devout Christians. Like, um, I, I just, particularly in the hip-hop community, which is just hilarious to me for so many reasons. Um, <laughs> but y'all remember those shirts? Those like there was like a brand that was out back when I was. I feel like I was like maybe middle school. I saw, but I have to say early two thousands, somewhere in there like two thousand four ish. Uh, uh, there was these shirts that used to say like Jesus is my homeboy. But anyway, they just popped in my mind, um, because Lil Nas X has just got the girls out here in a tizzy like um so of course y'all know the 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 rapper Lil Nas X um who I really love by the way and it's not I'm not crazy about the music it, it it's a bit corny to me but um I really like his artistry and he just seems like he has a really good spirit um I also think it's important of uh, the representation. I think it's so nice to be a part of, to live in a generation where there are young black gay boys that have someone to like look at. And yeah, the representation matters. But I really like him. He just seems like he's probably just a good time and like fun. And he seems very sweet. And and just, <laughs> no pun intended, and very um just genuine and and all of that. I I just I don't know. I really like. He makes me smile. I'm literally smiling. He just makes me smile every time I see him. Um. So that isn't the same uh situation for a lot of people. So he released a video uh for his Jay Christ song, and. In the video, he is using a lot of uh, imagery of, you know, like depicting Jesus. He, at one point, he's on a cross uh, like Jesus. And there's some kind of representations of what, like, heaven and hell and being crucified and that sort of thing. Um, The production of the video is amazing, by the way. But um, he he got everybody talking, of course, as he as he tends to do. And uh, people are really, really outraged by the particularly uh, sorry by the particular imagery that's used in this video. Uh, people feel like he's being disrespectful and making um, a mockery of Christian religion, and people are just not having it. So, um, <laughs> of course, like I said, I'm a big comment reader. So I was going through uh, social media. I guess it has been over the weekend. My days are running together, y'all. I'm sorry because I, you know, MLK, uh, it was MLK weekend. So I wasn't working Monday. So, and because of the weather, I haven't left the house. Like literally have not left the house. I don't even think, I, I may have taken the trash out maybe <laughs> once. So I have not left the house since Friday. Um, so my days are just all running together. But anyway, it just feels like one big long weekend and I'm working from home. So, um, but 
at some point over the weekend, um, I was just reading the comments and, you know, so many people were just so, so angry. And I mean, it was everything from, you know, of course, the typical Illuminati bullshit to, um, you know, this is how the industry does. They're making him sell his soul. It was the whole, oh, he's just so lost and, you know, we should pray for him. Um, I mean, it was just so many different, different things. Uh, people bringing up other religions and saying that, you know, he would have not been able to get away with doing that if it was uh, any other type of religion. People kept bringing up um, the Jewish religion and i'm assuming because um oh what is the phrase again when you're anti oh my god is it anti-semitic i think that's what the oh lord y'all gonna read me on that one i can't remember but (laughs) but anyway um yeah so and i'm not editing so anyway so yeah uh People were bringing that up and said he wouldn't, you know, be able to get away with that. There are people saying he only can get away with this because he's a part of the LGBT community and there comes, there's a protection that comes with that and blah, 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 blah. So I went and watched the video because I'm like, okay, let me see what's really going on here. And I watched it and I'm just like, uh, okay, like, not really a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's on the cross at one point, and there's choreography. There's, there's, there's a lot of gayness going on, of course, and uh, which I think is what the real issue is. Well, we'll get to that in a second. And um, yeah, like it just wasn't a big deal to me. And so I guess for me, I was just like, well, People have depicted Jesus and the Christian religion in music videos in the hip-hop community over the years before. And so I got to thinking, I'm like, yeah, like, okay, there was uh, Nas and Diddy uh, uh, would hate me now. There was Jesus Walks, Kanye, there, you know, uh, Tupac had a album cover where he's literally on the fucking cross. Um what is that, the Machiavelli something, something theory, seven day theory, something, something, I can't even remember the exact title of that, but, um, yeah, so I'm just like, what is going on exactly, so I wanted to kind of give a fair representation, and I went back and watched those old videos, so I actually pulled up the Hate Me Now video, which, (laughs) let me just say, like, um, (laughs) the 90s and early 2000s was a very interesting time because I just I think what was making me laugh about that video was I didn't realize that I thought the whole video was kind of in that whole Jesus religious kind of thing the video of Hey Now is so all over the place like there First, let me say this too. I he, there's a disclaimer at the beginning of the Hate Me Now video that I didn't know was there. Um that basically it was kind of long too, but basically it was 
saying that you know he believes in in Jesus Christ and this is no in no way uh a depiction of his life or death. Okay, cute. I think that was responsible, you know what I mean, to to put that there. I don't know if that was always there from the beginning or if that was added later. I'm not really sure. Um because we talking I don't even remember when Hate Me Now came out, but I, I had to be I had to be middle school age, if not elementary, to be honest. Late elementary, but anyway. Um, so yeah, what but no, y'all, the video like they're at the club, there's a tiger in a cage at the club. They are like I'm just like, how do we get to there to to being in the times of Jesus, like it was just, it was a lot going on in that video. <laughs> that just made no sense. Like, yeah, there was clubs and fur coats and animals and uh, then people getting stoned. It was just a lot. It was, it was a lot happening in that video. I wonder, I forgot to catch to see who uh, directed it. I don't know if that was like a Hype Williams. I know he had a particular aesthetic though but like I don't know if it was a Hype Williams or a Director X or somebody like that they were real popular at the time with the hip-hop videos but that video was all over the fucking place um again I didn't think it was a big deal they didn't really do anything any different than uh Lil Nas X he literally was there was a scene of him being on the cross um no different than 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 Nas X uh, now the Jesus Walks video to me is a bit different. It's kind of in its own category. I feel like um, the Jesus Walks video had much more of a deeper kind of context. You know, there was no clubs and things like that. Uh, like the Hate Me Now video, like Jesus Walks video was full on like church, religious. Like it, it Jesus Walks really is like a damn near a Christian hip hop record. So, and the video really depicted that. So that had a whole different thing. But again, he depicted himself as Jesus. Like, uh, you know, same kind of thing. Uh, like I said, there's a Tupac album where he is literally depicting himself as Jesus on the cross. Uh, <laughs> you know, on the album cover and... Of course, social media wasn't around with those uh, particular arts that I just named. Well, Kanye, I guess, no, no, not even Kanye, because that was pre-IG and pre-Twitter and that too, yeah. So, um, yeah, social media wasn't around when those uh, videos and things dropped. So we don't know exactly what everybody would have been saying back then or whatever. But I just don't remember all the outrage that uh, Lil Nas X is getting. And it's just kind of like, I, I don't know. It it just, it just feels like selective outrage because I'm just like, what is, what's the problem exactly? And then also with, with Nas X... To me, it's just so lighthearted. Like, it just, to me, it feels very, like, almost satire. Like, it's just, like, fun and silly and, like, you know, it's, it's, everything's bright and, like I said, gay and, and fun and choreography and fashion and all this. And, like, the other 
people that I mentioned, they were much, it was much more serious. Um, and nonetheless, you're still depicting Jesus. There's still Jesus imagery imagery in the videos and in the art. So it's like, what what's the difference? Fuck what the message is. Like, because Lil Nas's message wasn't anything about like being an antichrist, you know what I mean? Like I don't know what what y'all want from him. So um you know, like I said, so the the general public was going in, you know, of course all the hip hop blogs that covered the story, of course all their comment sections was lit up, you know, with everybody going in and tossing out scriptures in the wrong context, left and right, and all, you know, we black folks are good for that. Um so I was just like, okay, of course. And um, just like uh, Jesus, uh, who, who, who uh, was on the third day resurrected, well, uh, Hurricane Chris rose from the goddamn dead um, from 2007. Uh, he didn't rise on the third day. He rode on the 16th year. And uh, he enters the chat. And let me just say, I couldn't even, (laughs) when I first saw the headline of, you know, Hurricane Chris weighs in on the Lil Nas X thing, I I, I had to watch the clip more than once because the first time I couldn't get past the fact of like, where the hell did he even come from? (laughs) Like, he really just rose from the damn dead like where did he come from where has he been where i mean he has been gone so long that most of the generation of ig tiktok twitter was was x now all of that don't even know who the fuck he is like i think that's what's so crazy like he's been gone and irrelevant that long to where it was like he was a complete stranger. Like it was like, sir, do we know you? Like why? Are, why are you commenting on this? Like, I I just don't even know how he got the the buzz. Like who even got gave him the traction originally? I don't know who originally broke it. Um, I don't know if it was you know like the shade room or neighborhood talk or somebody like that. But I just I'm like, where the hell did you come from? Um, it, it was just so that was funny in itself to me. Um, then the video, so it's like a maybe about a minute and a half. So this fool gets on there like y'all got to go listen to it. Like, um, first of all, I love a southern accent, so like, and he was just cracking me up. Like people with southern accents really make me laugh. Um, I find se- southern accents to be sexy on people as well. But they also just tickle me like when they're upset, <laughs> particularly men, Southern men, when they get upset. Um, I, I don't know. They just morph into senior citizens to me. But anyway, so <laughs> he gets on there. This is what's so funny to me. And this is a lot of people's reactions that that kind of has something to say about uh, Nas X and his video. They get on and and they lay the foundation of like i'm a believer of jesus christ and i i'm you know i i take my faith very seriously and this and this and that and literally the next sentence is like you know but i held my motherfucking peace long enough this this stupid ass nigga and i'm like 
wait a minute, wait a minute. Like how, how did we go there? Like, okay. Like you say those prayers with that mouth. Like, what are you, <laughs> like, that was just funny to me in itself. And he said something that had me in fucking tears, uh, where he was like, cause I, 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 cause I, I, I slide for Jesus over here. I'm like, you slide for Jesus. Let's, let's, let's all take a second with that. <laughs> like, first of all, Jesus don't need you to slide for him, Negro. Second, um, quit bringing your ghetto ratchet street shit and keep God out of that. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm, I'm like, okay. And I mean, and then it just got worse and worse. Like, he just went on his own little rant about, you know how it's just disrespectful and this and that. But I'm just like, I think what's cracking me up about him is just like, like, weren't you? Didn't you kill a man? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, it was quote unquote self-defense allegedly. But I'm like, but you killed a man for breaking into your car. So you can kill somebody, but you draw the line at you know, depicting Jesus in a music video. Like, get out of here. Like, what are you talking about? And I, I just, all of it was just funny to me. Just the, the randomness of just how, like I said, he just, you know, came from the abyss. Like, I'm just like, where where the fuck did you even come from? Um, like, really, who rang your buzzer for real? Like, no one rang your buzzer. I don't know, like, who who asked you? Like, who asked you? Um, then, of course, you know, Boosie came and entered the chat. I mean, there's no surprises there. Uh, at this point, you know, Nasex is just his part-time job. Um, so he comes in and condemns uh, Nasex for saying he's going to hell. That he's disrespectful. The same kind of speech as, as uh, Hurricane Chris. And I'm just like, again, weren't you the one that was pushing pedophilia, allegedly, by having your grown women have sex with your underage son? Okay. We draw the line at depicting Jesus, though. Okay. Like, I, I just don't be understanding. Like, this shit writes itself like it's just comedy. It's all comedy to me. Um, so, of course, you know, but, and, and also, like, I, I said I wasn't even gonna bring Boosie up, because I'm, like, I'm tired of him getting, like, the, the traction, like, I'm just kind of, like, can we just leave him in 2023? I mean, at this point, it's just, like, you have literally, <laughs> no pun intended, resurrected your career on the back of Lil Nas X's career by, criticizing him and I just feel like find you something to do like find you something to do you know preferably preferably drinking some damn water and worrying about why your eyes are, we can't see the whites in your eyes ever um like I, I just don't I don't be understanding like he looks like he has health issues going on I'm like you need to worry about that um looking like your kidneys failing and shit but anyway, um, yeah, so that that was just insane to me. Uh, 
I just, I guess because I feel like the truth is, okay, there's two sides to it. There are some people that are, you know, it's all about the whole being disrespectful to the Christian religion and they, they standing on that 10 toes down. Okay, whatever, whatever. But with that being said, I feel like they are doing what a lot of unfortunately uh fake black christians do and use religions to to weaponize against things and people and i just feel like we have got to stop kind of cherry picking things it's not okay it's disrespectful to god to depict Jesus in a music video, but it's not disrespectful to push violence and fornication and whatever, drug use, all of that. Like, that's all okay and acceptable because that's a part of the hip-hop community, but you draw the line at religion. Like, I, I don't know. It's just kind of goofy to me. And... um I just don't be having time for that. Also, I think the other side of this is the real reason is that I take a sip on bump water on that one. Hold on. What I really believe is just just undercover homophobia. Let's just call it what it is. Um, All of the black community is in a fucking rage because he's gay. Like I said, no one had an issue with the artist that I had mentioned earlier. Um, but because Lil Nas X is out and proud and incorporates that into his art as well, I believe that's where the problem is. I think that if he had a video where he was dressed the whole time in male-presenting clothes... And uh, had a more similar aesthetic to uh, uh, Nas or Kanye or whatever, it would not have been a big deal. But the fact that, you know, he was in dresses and cheerleading skirts and doing choreography that was feminine and all of that, I think it was the combination of that with religion is what really made people upset and uncomfortable and, and whatever. And it's just like, at what point are we going to stop doing that shit? And I just feel like, huh, as, the, as my girl in the viral clip says, like, are we really like, I just think that homophobia particularly, it sets everybody back in general, but I just feel that homophobia in the black community sets the black community back. 20, 30 years. It, it really does. Like, because we run around always about how black lives matter and we want to come together and band together about everything except being supportive and protecting the LGBT plus community. And it is really sad how that takes place 
And it is that is given um I don't know, just sexuality, sexual orientation just seems to have uh precedence over everything and in the black community. And I, I just we really have to do better. We are so backwards. I always say that homophobia was is the way that black people, uh, that straight black people, and some ones that aren't so straight, um, it's the way homophobia is a way to get their power back. You know, black people we are a, a marginalized group as a whole, and I think the way we have been treated, uh, particularly in this country you know, is is disgusting. And we've been treated this way for so long. And finally, a group has come along in mainstream culture that black people are able to finally tone, turn their nose up at and look down upon a group of people because we have never been able to do that. And I think the gay community is was the ticket for that. And it's just, it's really unfortunate because, and then people get so upset and say that um, we're conflating uh, when we compare racism and homophobia, but it it, it really isn't conflation like it, it. They really are very similar. And I, I just, I think it just sets us back. It really sets us back. And I just, it it happens every day in our communities and you see it all the time and it we just don't have the respect that we should for the LGBT plus community in the black community. And um that's why so many black men who are attracted to the same sex, whether they are bisexual, um or or gay uh, or for women, lesbians, um, I think, and of course the trans community, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I just, they're just, we, there's no protection for us. And that's why, uh, so decisions are made, you know what I mean? I grew up in the church, you know what I mean? Do you know how many gay men I've seen who got married to a woman and had a child and as soon as the child was born and you know a few months in maybe a good year after the child was born the marriage abruptly ended nobody really knows why (laughs) and you know then I catch them at the club within a few months or so the gay club all because they wanted to keep an image because your life becomes so your your image, I should say, becomes so tarnished in the black community when people know your sexual orientation. And it's it's just so unfortunate that we still have to live that way. I don't think people understand like uh the the intersection of of, of being black and being homosexual is really tough uh, 
because you're just you're, you're catching things from so many different angles there's racism and there's homophobia and it's homophobia from everybody and of course your own people and then it, it's just a lot it, it really is like and you know people love to say about it being a choice i'm like do you think we would choose this shit uh <laughs> you know what i mean and so i just um I just hope that we can someday get to a better place with um, how we navigate the LGBT plus community within the black community because it, it is a really sad space. There's nothing safe about it. Um, and it, we're shown that every day in mainstream media. Cause, and, and, you know, like... Nas X got on and apologized and was just saying like you know I was just having some fun expressing myself there no way was I trying to down a religion and this and this and that and I don't think people were very receptive of that and it's just like he he can't win and um, he was saying how you know he, he can act like he's unbothered all he wants but it really was starting to take a little toll on him mentally and I I, I, I think that that's genuine you know, like I said, he just seems like a sweet guy. I just think that he really doesn't mean no harm. He just wants to make his art, have some fun, make his money. And I think that if he's dealing with that on the level that he is in uh, celebrity culture, pop culture, and Hollywood, whatever you want to call it, um, imagine what gay black people go through in everyday life. Um yeah, there's no machine behind them to protect them. There's no cushion of wealth to be like, oh, well, but I'm paid. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot to that. And it it makes me sad that we are in the place that we are in um, when it comes to that. And there's so many people that have their mouth on him that really wish they could live like him. And they just don't have the courage. They probably never will. Um, there are so many gay black men that are out here that will never um, live in that because they just simply don't have a safe space to do so. And I, that I don't fault them for because I understand that very well. Um, but what I do fault them for is just because you don't have the safe space to live the way you want to live don't make every space you go into an unsafe space you know um because it's just unnecessary and it's just the the classic hurt people hurt people you know what i mean and i think that's what it comes down to um i like i i will stand on the fact i think this has nothing to do with uh depicting the Christian religion or Jesus or anything like that. I think it has everything to do with him uh, gaying up a depiction of Jesus and the Christian religion. That's where the problem is. It's the intersectionality of of being of, of homosexuality and religion. That's what the problem is. 
And people are just not going to talk about it. Even Hurricane Chris mentioned something. He threw his little shade. Um, where it was like, you know, I know you can you think you can do whatever you want to do because he has a community uh, to back him and that is okay. Well, of course, he's talking about the LGBT community and there's this belief from black black people are so jealous. Uh, straight black people are, are very jealous, the majority of them, that they feel like uh, gay black people are much more supported. Um, and in a way, we are. Um, like I said, because we fall in a double marginalized situation. So, yeah, we have a little bit of a privilege. There is, out of all the shit that we deal with, there, there is there is a little bit of a there's, a... there's a gay privilege when it comes to being black. There, there definitely is. Um, you are less threatening to white people the moment they find out you're gay. Um, you have better experiences with law enforcement. Um, you know, there's always a joke about like, you know, if you get pulled over by the police, you better gay it up. But that's honestly, that's true. When an officer realizes that you're gay, it, the things get calmer. Um, so there's a little bit of a privilege. There definitely is. Um, but, you know, that ain't our fault. Shit. But I do recognize it. I'm not blind to it. But um, I think that's really all I have to say about it. I just, I, I hope that Lil Nas X continues to, to press on, keep making his art, keep making his money. Um, what he's doing is so much bigger than music. Uh, what he represents for, uh, like I said, young gay black boys. Um, I And I'm not old. I'm only 34 and I could not imagine being in middle school and high school and seeing somebody like him on TV. That would have just been so fascinating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just would have been so fascinating. And I know that's what scares a lot of people because what people think is that, oh, well, when they see that, they'll that's what they want to emulate. But what you don't realize is that it's not that he's turning them into anything. That's who they were to begin with. They just finally can identify with somebody that's like them on television so um yeah keep doing your thing boo uh but yeah we we have to do better we really have to do better uh, and i i like to keep things kind of fun and light and silly and all of that but i don't really that that's all i can really say about that like it's just unnecessary it all is a bunch of nothing and the good thing about pop culture this will be washed out um by the end of the week this shit will be wrapped up by the weekend and it'll be on to the next <laughs> issue that someone has so you know that's just the way that goes uh in pop culture but yeah that's all i have to say about that like do better do better um you know people love to say you know you know better you do better i'm like that's not always true um I think that you, when you know better, you should do better, but we don't always do better. But um, anyway, that's all I have for today. Thank you again for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure 
you um, rate my podcast if you're whatever uh, platform you're on or Apple or whatever. Leave a comment. You know, help your boy out. Help your boy out. Give him some ratings and things like that. But, um, yeah, thank you guys so much. And uh, I love you for listening. And until next time, cheers.